Hello everyone and welcome to Shay Spills Podcast and this is the second episode of Behind the Streams. If you don't know who I am, hello, my name's Shlan, aka Shay. I'm an Irish variety streamer here in Ireland and this is a new podcast series I've started last week uh, on the 15th of October which is just having a chat with a couple of streamers from Ireland and abroad and this week's guest is Stevie aka Fluffy Zombies. He's a Northern Ireland uh, streamer i've met him through charity work uh, on streams back in march and i've been watching streams ever since and he's been very kindly to do this podcast episode with me and we just talk about what his favorite games were and other things and mostly about charity work which we were both involved with back with the irish cancer society back in last march um which is crazy um and we were talking about that and like favorite games and advice really about streaming we would give ourselves to and with that here's the interview yes there we go okay so for anyone who doesn't know who you are tell them who you are and so yourself so I I am well I'm called Fluffy Zombie. Um, as many names I go by is Fluff and Fluffy. And my actual real name is Stevie. Um, I'm based in I suppose you say I'm based in Ireland, but I'm based in Northern Ireland. Um, always class myself as a bit of an Irish streamer. Um, just for handiness' sake, for various reasons. Um, um, yeah, a lot of interest in gaming. Been gaming since I would say as I learned yesterday. Um, somebody didn't even know what Crisis was. Um, so I felt very old. <laughs> so I've been, I've been gaming probably since about oof. I'd say the first game I ever had was back in the mid nineties. Was probably the first one. Um, I don't know that's a further question, but yeah. Um, I'd say the streaming and I'd say the gaming a bit of I love a bit of American football, lot of sports, but that'd be my main sport. Um, by day I work for, especially say I work for food manufacturing. I work in finance. Um, basically just reports and stuff like that there. And yeah, I think that's pretty much a good summarized version of who I am. So what you could say. And uh, how did you get into streaming? Um, so I'd had, um, I think like everybody, I sort of had a Twitch account way back when it first came out. And I used it for watching streamers and things like that there. So never really got into streaming until last year. I think mm-hmm. with a lot of, as you know yourself, a lot of accounts blew up last year. So we did, um, I think it was, we seen a charity do an idea for COVID-19. And we just said do a 19-hour stream. So we went, right, we'll do it for the Northern Ireland Hospice. Uh, Northern Children's Hospital actually because there's two of them. Um, did that in June last year. Hit our target, raised a good bit of money. Um, thought that's actually a lot of fun. Let's have a go with this. And about the end of June, I was like, okay, give it a go. And that's eighteen months ago, roughly. No, sorry, fifteen months ago. Um, so yeah, I just got into streaming basically because I was I was I was bored in the house, and I wasn't getting to see mates or anything. I was like, okay, I'll give this a go, I stream it, and my mates can watch and. It kind of it hasn't blew up like it, you know, to freaking Nick Merckx or Tim the Tab on them sort of guys. But it's a good community we got going, um, and that's that's kind of why I got in the stream. It was cause of the lockdown. Um, a lot of people were like, uh, "You didn't see any of your friends or anything out there." And mm-hmm. it, uh, for me, it was a kind of a it was a mental health thing for me as well. Um, in a sense that it allowed me just to chat and take my mind off anything that was going on at the time and anything that has gone on. Um, and allow me to sort of connect with the mates that you couldn't see all the time. It was good. And, and I'm really glad I did it, put it that way. And um, 
you uh, how I know you is from the Irish Cancer Society. You did yes. in, in, back in March. That was um that was Daftal Day. That was the end of the last week in March, I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Oh, that was that was a wow. They couldn't believe it. How much there is. Yeah, it was the twenty second, twenty sixth of March. Um mm-hmm. that's how we knew each other, as we met each other and sort of ran into each other and we sort of kept in touch through that there. Um yeah. that was a big event and I was glad to be part of it. And funny enough that you mentioned that. I was in sorry, excuse me, I was in Dublin last weekend and I ran and I'm I met up with one of the guys that did it too, Polish. I don't know if you've seen Polish when he was doing it. So yeah. Uh, yeah, he's 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 from he's originally from Scotland and he's in mm. he's Glasgow originally, but he's in, he's based in Dublin. He's based uh, sort of towards this, I think it's the south side of Dublin. Um, but I know him through the American football, and mm. yeah, we met up for a few pints, and that was a good crack. But yeah, I I think that was a good thing to do, and they're probably going to do it again. I'll probably take part again next year. Uh, what games do you mostly stream it? Oof. So I would I always class myself as a variety streamer. But uh, I focus mainly on first-person shooters. So I think, again, Warzone was the big one for everybody. And I jumped on that bandwagon for a bit and then threw the head up with it <laughs> in July. <laughs> I went, no, off you go, my PC. So I deleted it off my PC and was like, that's it, I'm done. So I moved over. Um, so I, did, I started out when I was streaming. Actually, I was starting with story games um, just to help me get just to talking to people and talking to nobody at times as well because obviously when you're starting out that happens um but i then switched over to so my main one recently has been rogue company and um, playing a lot of it recently sort of switching over now to back for blood and um, battlefield when it comes out i'll be taking part in it halo as well so but i do try and dabble in story games and off the cuff games and some indie games just on a whim more or less um mm-hmm. so i do class myself as a variety but my focus would be first person um I do enjoy a good story game, and we do enjoy a good uh, multiplayer game, and with, like community-based games as well, like your your Jackbox Party Packs, and um, what was the one we played a while ago, Pico Park, which was off the cuff indie game. It was chaos to say the least, like herding sheep. So it was, <laughs> but it was so it was so much fun. Um, that's 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 why I like. I'll pick a game and I'll try a game. I'll try it a couple of times. Um, probably same as yourself. You'll try a game a couple of times, and if you if you like it, that's cool. But if your community isn't really picking up on it, your viewers aren't picking up on it, you'll you'll not go near it again. Um, mm-hmm. And that's kind of why I switched over to Rogue Company as my main game, um, because <clears throat> Warzone just it stopped doing it for me. Um, and then I knew I could play Rogue Company and I like it. And we took part in a league over the weekend there. Um, I'm not going into too much detail. It didn't go to plan for I think most of the league itself. So we're going to aim to do more competitive gaming. Um, through the honors team that I'm a member of as well. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much what I would play. And I'll play random games. You take a whim, find a game randomly on TikTok or something, and you'll want to try mm-hmm. it. That sort of thing as well. Uh, what has been the most mem- uh, memorable moments uh, you remember from your first few months of streaming? Ooh, for memorable moments. Um, gosh. Do you know what? I can't even mind anything before probably September last year. (laughs) I'm trying. Did did anything happen in my first few months that was memorable? I kept going probably. Yeah. (laughs) I'll be honest. I'll go back even to the first stream, the charity stream. That that was probably the most memorable moment because so the football club I'm a member of as well, they they affiliated with the hospice and we went for a good ride. Me and my younger cousin, his his family have availed 
office services from the hospitals a long way ago. Okay, let's go. We'll do it. And we hadn't even started the stream. We were a week away from starting and we had our first goal. I was like, okay, let's go again. And we had our goal with like seven hours left in the stream. And that, that was probably my favorite moment in my first couple of months. My most memorable one was hadn't a community, hadn't built a crowd up, a viewer base up or anything. And there was still a good sense of enjoyment of streaming. It was a good sense of accomplishment from it too. Um, but yeah, there, was, there wasn't too many memorable moments in the first few months of streaming. Um, probably meltdowns at the computer not working at times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> probably about it, yeah. <laughs> Um, what has been your favorite highlight from your stream so far? Oh, the, the there's one that just springs to mind straight away. Um, <clears throat> we were chilling. I was playing, I was playing Assassin's Creed, and you know yourself bots. And the bots at the time were, oh, come play us here for follows, yada yada yada. I was like, oh, f-. so I paused my game and I held my mouse and I went in a full two minute rant at the bot. No one was no one was on the other end of it, but I went in the rant at the bot. And as I clicked ban, one of my mates came in and he wrote a message, but I popped the bot message up and I banned my mate, who was a moderator and sub to the God. channel. And that broke the whole thing down for a good 20 minutes of me apologizing to him whilst trying to hide the tears and eyes of laughter. <laughs> and <laughs> that happened probably, <clears throat> Valhalla, that probably happened around about the start of this year. I still haven't lived that down. It's just that he still comes in and says, Oh, I better not get banned again. It's like, Would you just? <laughs> Did you know? It's, that was just, it's just a silly moment. And it was just one of my favorite moments. I, it's probably my favorite highlight uh, outside of the charity work. Uh, it's my favorite highlight. It was just that randomly. It's just, and I think I did say, and I hope you don't mind the lines. I think I said, Hey, bot. Fuck off, and I just hit oh, the I button. Swear, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just checking, you know, you'd be playing and checking. <laughs> um, and I literally bought just fuck off, and I clicked the button. Oblivious for five minutes, I was. Oh, and I gosh. sat and played, and I was just keeping an eye on chat. And I seen t- the guy's name mentioned quite a few times. And I goes, What have I done? And pause the game again, and goes, Oh, balls. Um, Tony, sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> And then that broke the whole, that broke everybody for twenty minutes. Like there was just so much laughter from it. It was brilliant. Um, but as then we funny moments there. Like it doesn't always need to be for me. It was just brilliant gameplay, but just crazy chaos like that. There is always great to have too. What's your process on planning for your streams and socials? Um, process for planning streams. Um, so I try to keep at the minute. I'm sort of uh, three a week until I go back to work for the bar. Uh, which I'll probably drop down a few then. So I'll sort of um the likes of the road company there, I'll use that as an example. It was it was planned most of the week. So I'll plan out my streams around work and things like that there. So I'll plan um today's usually the day where I'll put a schedule out and I'll go, okay, what games am I playing? Yeah, hang on. <clears throat> Message a few friends and say, yo, what day are you free? Can we play this? Um we'll just plan the streams around that there, around everybody else's schedule as well, to just flexible it. Um as for picking the game, whatever game I'm feeling at the moment, or whatever game's not so much whatever game's popular, but it's more whatever game's popular with my viewership. Um, and I'll I'll go with that there. So, like, Rogue Comedy was the big one for me recently, and um, I've sort of dropped it for a week, and I'll go back to it. But I'm subbing it in with a couple of horror games and things I got there. Um, as for socials, I am just going to say it out, and I am terrible on socials. I I'll tweet randomly. Um. I'll Instagram. I don't use Instagram enough, um, which I'm going to start going back into. Same for TikTok. I don't use either of them enough, um, just for clips, plays, things like that. There, 
Um, but if I'm planning them, it'll just be again. I don't really plan anything on the social side, uh, apart from maybe the Twitter a little bit. Uh, it'll just be more natural for me. Is like if something happens, I'm going. Oh, I've got to clip that and bang, put it out, post it. Um, but the streams, I try and plan them as best I can. Like I'm probably planned out about three weeks ahead what I'm going to play. Um, I just have to pick the time more suitable. The time closer, I usually sort it about a week before. Um, so I'm probably. <clears throat> In terms of what games I'm playing, I'm probably ahead to probably Christmas actually at this point because of Halo and Battlefield. Um, but as to when I'll play them, I'll do that more on a week by week basis. Uh, what was your first video game you played? Now, you weren't going to be a lifeless one, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> you probably weren't a lifeless one. I'm just going to say it now. I'm okay with okay. that. I've already had my existential crisis yesterday with someone, so it's all good. The first video game I meant playing was Mario Kart on the SNES in my cousin's house. That was the first video game I remember playing uh, on a 12-inch TV. Yes, they came in that size. (laughs) 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 It was, yeah, it was your laptop's probably bigger than than the TVs I would have played on. And it was a big box TV as well in my aunt's kitchen. And I still mind, God rest her, her... Shouting at me and just pulling the plug at one point because I sat on it for four hours straight in front of her. <laughs> and she says, You need to get off that thing. And I was like, Okay. And then I went home and asked mum for it and I got a Game Boy instead. <laughs> but it wasn't the Game Boy color, it was the like the original you could build Lucky. your house with this Game Boy. Yeah, the big black one. Yeah. Which I need I would love to go and find a game. I know I think I broke it and things got there. Um but yeah, definitely. First game it was the Super Mario or Mario Kart on the SNES. At about fucking five frames a second or something like that there. It was horrible. Even looking back on it now. Um, even playing them now, you're just like, this is cool retro fun, but oh my god, these games are horrible looking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who is your favourite video game character? Oh, good lord. That's... Oh, where did I start? It could be more uh, than one. Oh, can't be more. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> probably, you say when I was growing up, it probably was Link. I had to be Link. Um, going back there, like first game I remember owning outside of Tetris was Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening on the Game Boy, which had a re-release in the Switch there recently. Mm-hmm. Um, then Ocarina, Majora. Then you're talking right up into what was it, Wind Waker, and then Twilight Princess, and Skyward Sword, and right up to Breath of the Wild. Link has always been my favorite at the start. He was the one that sort of gave birth to me loving video games so I, I you know it's always the way and i've a tattoo of all, him and zelda and ganon on my leg so i kind of have to like him you know that sort of way <laughs> <laughs> and then sort of as i got older uh you're talking you're talking salt snake liquid snake or not salt snake uh naked snake uh big boss from your Solid three i just loved him i just just how and what he went through and how he did everything he did in the games is just fantastic. And if you haven't played Metal Gear Solid 3, is probably one of the best games I've ever played for a story. And then as I was sort of a mid-adult, sort of in my mid-twenties, would have been Master Chief would have been my favourite. Just that entire series, that Halo series, just sort of gave birth to a new love of gaming for me um, into FPSs and just get me into it. And that's kind of, yeah, that would be my three big ones. 
you know, you you, you can say Mario, but I mean, that boy's been around long enough. Uh, <laughs> um, um, and then there's different characters like your protagonists and antagonists, um, like Booker DeWitt from Bioshock, the the um the original guy from Bioshock, and Shepard from Masters Master oh, Mass Effect. Getting the games confused, so I have a lot of favorite ones, but the OG for me is always going to be Link. No matter what, I'll get every Zelda game that comes out. I'll play them all, even if they're not good, or even if they're perceived to be not good. I'll play them all one hundred percent. What's your favorite popular game that everyone seems to love, but you don't like? What's a pop? I worded that wrong. What's a popular game <laughs> everyone seems to love, but you don't like? There we go. Sorry. Um. Do you know what I was? I was reading this and I thought I've, I've been mulling this question over. This is one of the ones I've been really mulling over, and I was going to say Warzone, and then I went no because I still would like to play. I would like to go back and play Warzone, even though I say I won't. But they just have so much wrong with it. I won't go back. So for me, it actually would be New World. Um, and the only reason for New World is it's not for me. Um, I just I've watched people play it, and I think it looks great and it plays well. But it just seems like there's so much to do, and after that, it's just like I don't have time to do this, guys. Like, no. <laughs> and the map is such a big map as well. It's the map big. looks huge, and if you're if you're a part of a clan and you lose a region in the world, you have to go and claim it back. And I think it's a in terms of I don't like it for different for reasons that I would never play it. It's not for me, but I do get the appeal of it at the same time. Um. So it would, that's kind of, it's like a double edge. I don't like it. Um, if I had time, if it was younger, probably would like it more. But right now, nah, it's not for me. Definitely not. If you had to live in the world of the last game you played, what world would that be? I wouldn't be alive too long enough. I'll tell you that much. Because I was literally playing Days Gone about 20 minutes ago. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you even played Days Gone yourself, Shay. I've, I've watched gameplay of it. it yeah. It's a zombie game. Yeah, uh, it's basically yeah. a big open world zombie game from, I think it's Ben Studios, you call them. Um, and it's very resource management based. It's pretty much a Walking Dead game. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't last. Nah, nah. I'd run out of bullets and just die. I'd probably shoot myself before they'd eat me, to be honest. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd just take the easy way out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've tried Daisy not so long ago oh. on stream, and mm-hmm. I didn't know the controls beforehand, and I ran into a house and like three zombies chased me and I just died instantly and I was like I couldn't figure out how to med or hit oh no horse it's no horse if the tutorial isn't great good enough to tell you how to do it and then you you... I had to google the keys I still have to look it up seriously geez that's bad keyboard's German so your keyboard's German yeah so I bought my keyboard and most my equipment in budget wise on Amazon Uh Germany and Uh the page translated to English so the page was originally in German. Uh-huh. Me forgetting that, and the keys are in German, so I had to Google. Oh, how do... and they're is all in much... the wrong place as well. So... I was going to ask: Is it much different? Is the QWERTY keyboard much different to a German one? Um, not much. It's just some of the keys are what are supposed to be like Z and Y. They're the opposite. So my Y is Z, uh-huh. and my X is Y X X. It's other way around or something. It, some of them no, are mixed I up. Yeah. <laughs> typing would be a nightmare and nothing. <laughs> I have to use my laptop for the typing. 
<laughs> I'm brilliant. Yeah. If you could delete one game forever, what would it be? But don't give the plot to anyone who doesn't have a Oh. For spoilers. One complete, like, forever, forever. Oof. I had this one in my head, too, and the more I thought about it, I, was, I can't do it. The first answer for me was going to be Fortnite. It was. Oof. And I says, if I delete, I sort of put the old, you know, parallel universe hat on, you know, and I said, if you deleted Fortnite, you don't get Warzone. You don't get any all about the royale that ever come out afterwards. So it's like, no, we, we got to keep Fortnite. Necessary evil. <laughs> I, I tried to play Fortnite, not for me, but I wouldn't delete it. What one would delete forever? Oof. Um, oh my God. Is it, that's a tough one. Warzone? I don't know. <laughs> Again, no, it probably wouldn't even be Warzone. I'm trying to think what game have I played recently that I would never want to play in the world ever again. Um, oh God. Why am I drawing a blank here? I had an answer. I said of that. No. I don't care. Could delete a video it game. Is a horror game? Hmm? Is it a horror game? Or actually? Um, horror game? I, I would like to delete every horror game from the universe so I don't have to play them ever again. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, there was actually, do you know what? There was one. There was a Resident Evil horror game and I can't remember the name of it. That's how bad it was. It was a Time Crisis style Resident Evil game and it was one of the worst games I ever played in my life. It was horrible. And I probably would delete that so I'd never have to let anybody else live through that. It's just so bad. After all, Time Crisis stuff was just like, it was so bad. Just like, no, no. <laughs> we'll go for that one because I can't actually think of any other ones. Are PC gamers superior to console gamers? <sighs> the the age old. Age old argument. The old console wars. No. I'm gonna say no. And the reason why I'd say no is um the last gen the PS4, Xbox One, I think was the old Xbox, were very powerful consoles. I had the PS4 myself um before switching to the PC and I have a PS5 as well. And there's no to me, there's personally no difference between a PS5 and a PC in terms of power, in terms of what you can do on it, even now in terms of the games you can get on it. Um the only difference comes between if you're playing first-person shooters, you know, uh, aim assist or mouse and keyboard. Um, and now that most games allow you to play controllers on PC, I, I don't see one being more superior to the other. Yeah, of course, you'll be able to get your full 160-odd frames or more, depending on your console. But And if that's what you're after, fine, go for a PC. But for me, no, there's no, there's no superior... Either one or or now, um, because I think there's all they're all too similar to each other because they all know the competition of each other. If that makes sense, um, and even now with the likes of Xbox putting the Game Pass on the PC, PlayStation talking about releasing some exclusives in PC, um, you know I don't believe in that the master debate anymore about is the PC a master race and things like that there in terms of the gaming world. So no, for me they're not superior anymore, um, for that basic reason they're so close to each other now. Would you like go back to game console if you could, if you weren't streaming and playing on PC? Um, I don't think I would, to be honest. Um, well, I have, my, I do have a PS Five, um, which doesn't get much use because they're not releasing anything. Sorry, till next year. Um, but next year I know I will have God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn. There's a couple of other games coming out I've seen. I want to get a playoff, so. I dip in and out of them. So the PlayStation setup downstairs, and I'll, I'll if I'm chilled, 
I'll chill out and play a bit of Days Gone or Spider Man, the new Spider Man as well. Yeah, Spider Man um, was the last game that came out on PS5, I think. Uh, Spider Man Miles Morales was the last yeah. exclusive, yes. Um, brilliant game. No spoilers, but it is a brilliant game. Um, so was the one before it, and the second one coming out is going to be very good too, I believe. And they're bringing out Wolverine. I did like they've got a real good partnership with Marvel there that they've probably got access to a lot of potential games there if they don't bugger up again like they did Avengers. Um, so I would, I have considered going back once I get a couple of good story games out of the way, or once I get a couple of games out of the way in the PC to go back and story game some uh, PlayStation games. Um, just not right now. What needs to be done by gaming companies, streaming networks like Twitch for female streamers? This is the big one, isn't it? Um, honestly, t- Twitch, you'll probably say, you know, Twitch are probably saying they're doing what they can, but they need to do more. Um, female streamers just seem, at the moment, just are getting hit too hard with bot rate, hate bot rates. And yeah, I know that you can only ban so many accounts and stuff, but they need to start stepping up their security towards female streamers. Because um, I'm sure you've seen the clips and all yourself of just the absolute tirade of abuse that just comes their way and it's it's not it's not on it's just just not on it shouldn't happen um especially a company that's worth billions like twitch um sorry their parent company amazon suppose you could say so it's got to be protect protect female streamers more from that sort of stuff and i know it also dips into uh other for lack of a better put in other minorities people of color are also getting hit by the same but the same would need to be applied is just you got to protect from that sort of stuff, the hate raids. Um, by gaming companies, um, start affiliating with more female streamers. This is the, probably the big one. Start start pushing more female streamers. Like I know you've got the likes of Hundred Thieves are bringing in a lot more female content creators. Um, you know you could have. It's like they're the only ones doing it at the moment, compared to like Phase and all them. It's all mostly yeah. men. Yeah, Phase. I've seen one female Phase streamer, mm. and she got banned for something. I can't even remember what she got banned for there like two days ago. Oh so, but 100, 100%, 100 Thieves, they brought in Valkyrie as a co-owner. Mm-hmm. You know, they're probably one of the ones, as you say, 100%. They're pushing female content creators. Um, and even, like, in the UK and Ireland, I think gaming companies need to... And you wouldn't say market their con- their gear and their equipment to female streamers because it's just not the done thing too much anymore. Um, but start bringing in more up and coming female streamers bring them along promote them more um do you want even to dedicate like a week out of a month to just constantly on twitch constantly promoting female streamers it might help um but the other side of that coin is on twitch's behalf are you highlighting targets for bot rates targets for hate rates you potentially are um i just think you generally just get more female content creators on board get um try and help them grow um, through promoting them on your socials, promoting the affiliating with them, giving them affiliate codes, things they got there. Um, they just need to do more. Um, start, yeah. And you use Faze as an example compared to Hundred Thieves. Like the Hundred Thieves, they've have, what have they got six or seven female content creators now? Front facing female content creators. They've more in the background. They, you know, um, there's a lot of gaming companies are taking on female developers and female and programmers and female directors and i think that's a great thing and, and it'll only further the industry more um but it's time to start acting up and get getting going instead of saying you're going to do it just pull the finger and do it yeah yeah and i just saw i think today there was some streamer a female streamer banned 
from Twitch, I think yesterday or the day before, uh -huh. because of her, the way she was dressing. She was wearing shorts and a top. But, um, ah. She uh, she got banned and then she posted up on Twitter her outfit just to prove like it wasn't too anything like too revealing. Too revealing. But yeah. I think she was one of the hot tub streamers, so I don't know where they planning to ban her anyway. Where they're looking for something to ban her. Yeah. So. Um like there there was another one that that whole segment of the year. <laughs> for lack of a better way of putting it that that there was I've had a discussion with this a couple of times in my own stream is like Twitch's terms of service say that at the time that you could be in a bikini at a body of water so they weren't technically breaking the rules but there was as you say there was another female streamer and I cannot remember her name and I apologise to her that I don't remember her name um, she was a cosplayer and she created cosplays on stream and she got banned for just, you know, she was changing or something and she accidentally showed a bit more, um, a bit of cleavage or something they got there and got banned. And then she was all like, well, the likes of Amaranth and all are here in a hot tub and I'm not getting, and they didn't get banned. So there's no one going back to your, what can they do is it's, it's equality across your board. If you're going to ban somebody for one thing, make sure you're banning everybody for that one thing. Yeah. And Don't I, I found... Rules. When I was looking for female Irish streamers for the podcast, um, Twitch UK and Ireland Twitter or uh, Twitter posted a video back in March. So I don't know uh -huh. if it was before the charity streams were happening, and um, they showed us like you know those Twitch clips snippets mm -hmm. uh, collages. They had that, and it was all men. So they got yeah. a massive outrage of that. But most of the female streamers who are Irish. Uh, replied back, but also all the people who were in the video came and said, "No, you need to put more female streamers out there." Yeah, was um was that the one that Jack Septic guy was in as well? Yeah, yeah. Like, God, I love Jack Septic guy. I think his content's great, and he's hilarious, and he's good crack. But he doesn't need that kind of promotion. Mm. <laughs> you know, yeah, man's massive. You know, you know. he's he's already big enough. He's not really big enough. He's in a film with Ryan Reynolds. He's big enough, yeah. you know. Yeah. But yeah, I know the I know the video you're on about. Yeah, and there was so much uproar with that there. And, and it's like, was it for a, a Women's History Day or something like that? Was I, I think that's what it was for. I don't know. I can't remember. I, but I know the one you're on about. And yeah, so much uproar. You put all men on it. Why? Yeah, and unfortunately, Heat. I think even when I contacted those streamers for the podcast, I haven't got reply back. It's been mm -hmm. three weeks, which obviously yeah. they're really busy. But I had two come back to me, and you know they couldn't do it because of scheduling, which is completely fair. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, there's some of them like still waiting. Yeah, and it, there's there's another thing they could probably do as well is introducing more uh, tags. Yeah. Um, one thing I have really appreciated is I'm bringing in the Ireland and Northern Ireland location tags. Um, because it allows you to go and find streamers in Ireland oh, and Northern yeah. Ireland, yeah. yeah. And I, I, I'll take a day and I'll go on and I'll just watch people from Northern Ireland stream or people from Ireland stream and just hang out. Um, but more female orientated tags was for lack of a better way about it. I, I'm not even sure what more they could put in to help discoverability because we all know Twitch's discoverability can be a bit trash. Um, mm. that'll be a big thing I think we need to do as well. Massively. Well, what have you learned from your mistakes in streaming? Oh, uh, turn your viewer count off. 
always, yeah. <laughs> always for all. And oh, what I've learned, turn viewer count off. Um, and the first day I did turn it off, I noticed a complete change in my attitude towards the stream. Complete change in the content and how I approached it. Um, because you're never you're not number watching. Um, what other mistakes have I learned? Always check your equipment. I'm having a serious issue at the minute with my equipment, and, and no matter what I do, so I'm going to have to potentially go and replace something. Um, oh, oh yeah, the other, the big one is make sure you're not muted. <laughs> that problem i don't think will ever go away you know um but probably one of the biggest mistakes i made way back at start was too much variety um it kind of leads into the next question so i'll not go into too much but i was streaming too many different games so audience for i think at the time i was playing control start so my audience for control wouldn't have watched warzone or wouldn't have watched road company um things I got there it's, it's um and I learned very quickly is that niche yourself niche yourself to a couple of different games don't yeah certain times of the year Halloween things I got there charity streams yeah expand the board go for more games um but always have that um the other one was always the other mistake was scheduling um back at the start wouldn't have had a fixed schedule wouldn't have picked a day I would have said Every week it would have changed. I'm going to stream on Tuesday and Friday this week. Uh, I'm going to stream on Monday and Wednesday this week. Um, And I noticed very, very quickly I wasn't getting repeat viewers in because I wasn't streaming the days they were available. And it was small at the time as well. I wasn't as a star night, so I didn't have many followers. So it's kind of hard to gain those viewers. So I learned quite quickly, pick a schedule and stick to it. And my schedule um, has not changed much. Since about the start of the year, I think I've I stream the same days every week since the start of the year with a few extra streams through in and a few changes through in, but not a, not every single week. Probably once or twice a month. Big one, yeah. What would your advice be for a new streamer? Oh, for the new streamer, uh, definitely um, niche niche yourself. Uh, if you're if you start streaming Warzone, stay at Warzone for a month, two months, three months. It, no matter what I know the state of it right now but pick a game stick well get yourself an audience in and soft if you want to go to variety like myself or yourself Shay my advice would be softly to um, if you're streaming three times a week stream two of your main game and one of a softer game a different game you want to play um, the other thing is schedule yourself make sure you have time for everything um, make sure you have time to stream make sure you have time to Look after yourself, eat, sleep, all there too. Uh, <laughs> but definitely plan it out. Make sure you know what days you're going to live for, as, as we just said there. Um, I chopped and changed, chopped and changed. And then when I settled my stream down, I had repeat viewers. I had people talking about me to their friends, and then they were coming in to watch. Or when I rated someone, they knew what day I rated them, so they popped in before their stream and things they got there. Um, a consistent schedule will always help you out. Um, and the biggest thing of all is just hit go live. Um, you don't need three, four thousand pounds worth of equipment to stream. You don't need a camera to stream. You need, um, if you're on PC, you need a capture card. If you're on console, you just need to hit go live, um, because you can stream directly from your consoles now. Um, go and look at any of the big streamers that started out. Go and look at the first streams. Most of them didn't have cameras. Um, Stone Mountain sixty four is another one that I would have followed way back at the start, and he never had a camera in his first couple of streams until he developed himself and then once he did develop he had camera on 
Um, and then further down the line, buy yourself new equipment, but you don't need to go out of your way and put yourself in thousands of pounds worth of debt to start streaming. Just hit the go live button and put yourself out there. What is the plans for your stream in the future? And what are your future goals? Oh, plans for the stream. So, yeah. Um, so, I, unfortunately, I'll be going back to one of my work. One of my part-time jobs i don't even know when it'll be but it's gonna be soon so the stream will probably change a little bit and um, i'll probably have to drop streams and things but yeah going forward we're probably going to continue with the sort of fps approach so battlefield's coming out and halo's coming out and i'll be neck deep in them for two three months solid so they'll probably take up a good chunk of my life let alone streaming <laughs> um, but yeah the plans will be just i'm going to keep going with that there um say i'm part of honors esports now um so the plan is for the future of the streams to go. We're going to start doing team content. We're going to push to do more competitions, even in-house competitions. So once the likes of Halo and Battlefield comes out, we'll be pushing more for them sort of contests. Um, as for future goals, um, my friend, I don't really set goals when it comes to streaming. Um, I don't know why. I just never really do. Um, my future goal, like I'd love to win a tournament with the guys. Probably is one goal. I want to try and win a tournament. Um, I want to try and one of my goals is to start going into producing more YouTube content because of the change of the stream. Um, 100% I want to try and get that bigger. So my future will probably be moving over to more YouTube content while still streaming. Um, um, always as well, I'll be going to more charity streams, 100%. Um, I have a project in the pipeline with the hospice about a charity stream. Yeah. Sometime in 2022, can't remember exactly when we organised. I think it's not been organised just yet. Um, I'll be doing if the Cancer Society do theirs, I'll be doing theirs as well. I, I want to do big charity streams again. Um, I think they're they're great. There's just a lot of good vibes about a charity stream. Um, and everybody that watches is always willing to donate to good causes, such as I use Cancer Society as we've seen. Um, goal was hitting the first day. Um, and yeah, I think that's really it for me. Is it's going to be Focus on more competitive, focus on more YouTube and get more team based content with the guys in honors. Really? Just yeah. to uh who's the play the group you, you're playing with at the moment? Uh so I am a member of Honors Esports. Um and I am their team captain for the Rogue Company team. Um but uh, they've they've different teams, so I think at the moment we've got this road company team is the only one that's actively trying to compete. There, there's a bit of war zone compet- competing going on. I think the guys are talking about starting to get into FIFA. Um, but there's a variety of games. So there's, I think there's 15, I'm counting here now. There's um, 11, 12, 13, 16 of us now, 16, 17 uh, members in the organization. Are you um, among Northern Ireland as well? So, oh, worldwide. <laughs> We technically are worldwide, so you've got um, the majority of them are England and Scotland, and there's myself here, and we've three in America, all East Coast America. Um, we all sort of it just sort of one by one, we just sort of got um, just sort of picked up. Guys brought us in to come part of the community, the org. Um, that's been a lot of fun, a lot of fun with them. Um, I'm going over to meet someone now in November time. Um, some of the Scottish lads. So yeah, um. Small upcoming org, and there are big plans ahead, so it's just so they watch this space with them. And you're with the pipeline as well. I saw that on your Twitch. I 
I'm no, I was with Pipeline. I recently cancelled my membership simply because I didn't use it. Um, yeah, I, I to there's there's to go back to the advice for new streamers. If you can afford it, Pipeline for a couple of months to get you going and give you ideas of how to do your streaming is a good tool. Um, community there is very good. I have a couple of friends come out of the community. Um, when I left, I would still be friendly with them now. Um, they've helped me with some of my socials. One of them built my PC for me. Um, so Pipeline are a great organization. And they've two fantastic leaders in Stone Mountain who's streamed, you, you know, Stone Mountain's just massive. Mm-hmm. And Snoop, Snoopy, I think it's how you pronounce it. Yeah, Snoop. Snoop, yeah. Um, whose background was competitive gaming. So he switched over to the streaming side. So they, they have their finger on the pulse in most of the streaming industry. Um, and even if you didn't weren't able to afford to pay for it, they've some good free content there as well. Mm. Yeah. What advice would you give yourself uh, when if you could start streaming all over again? If I could start streaming all over again, um, it would be just the same as what I give to a new streamer. It would be pick a game, stick with it. Pick a schedule, stick to it. Do not chop and change your schedule. Um. Don't do what I did in August and take a full week off and think you can stream during the day because nobody's going to watch you when you were starting out. Um, and they decided, yeah, the equipment side as well. Didn't need all the equipment. Um, I was just fortunate I was still working at the time. I was able to afford it because it was we weren't traveling anywhere, I suppose you could say. Um, definitely would be, the big one for me was always pick a game and stick to it. That is one thing I wish I had done way back at the start. Um, just to try and build up a community. <clears throat> it took me a little bit longer than some of my friends to build up a community because of that, um, which is not a bad thing in itself. Um, and I, the other thing I'd say as well is don't compare yourself to others. Um, as I say, some of the guys I'm with are in honors have a couple of hundred followers more than me, but I, I'm not, I, I've stopped comparing myself to them. Um, I want to get where they are, of course, but um, everybody's in a different journey to you in terms of streaming. Um, so where you are in streaming is not where they are. They've been where you are, or there's somebody coming behind you. That's not where you are. Help them, big them up, bring them with you. Um, definitely don't gatekeep, you know, something, help them out. Um, well, yeah, pretty much it. And, and turn off your viewer account. hundred yeah. percent. Just day one. Just don't even look at it. <laughs> <laughs> don't even um, look at it. Yeah. I w- I'll be the same now. Yeah. <laughs> Would you be going to TwitchCon in 2022 in Amsterdam or San Diego? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I think um, Amsterdam. We're looking at Amsterdam. Um, yeah. I definitely want to... Two reasons. One, I want to go back to Amsterdam. I love that city. Have you ever been? I haven't. Oh. I, go, no. I just want to go for the tulips, not for anything else. Oh, no. no not, not, <laughs> not for any substances of a, an illegal nature in this country. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, they have some fantastic food. They have some fantastic architecture in Amsterdam. The the people in Amsterdam are some of the nicest people you'll ever meet. And we've actually we randomly um would one of our visits to Amsterdam we fell in with uh Canadians. They were watching and the hotel. So the hotel we were staying in was owned by a Canadian during the Winter Olympics. Canada was playing on the ice hockey and there were forty of them in the lobby watching it. And we fell in with them then. And we still we've made good friends with them now. So there's a lot of good people there drinks amazing and just some of the tourist and tourism and it's fantastic too and the fact they're bringing twitchcon to it next year is just brilliant it'd be huge I'd it'd be huge if you, yeah everyone in europe would probably go it'll, i think it'll be hard to get a ticket 
I'd say so. Even I was talking to a few people from Ireland and like they they all want to go, which is fantastic. And, that, and hopefully maybe they might do like an Irish panel for tw- like like for that'd be class. That'd be really good. I think uh-huh. that'd be fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I I was the first thing when we seen that come out. The honors guys. I think the first message I went was going. I just went in going right. Who's coming with me? <laughs> I'm going. I know where we're staying. I know where we're going. We're going over 100% because I think of an idea where it'll be too. They've uh, they've like a convention center uh, just south in the city. I think it's the south side of the city. I think that's where it'll be. If it's not there, it'll be across the water in the city. There's like a um, it's like an industrial complex on the other side of the river. Uh, or it could be slap dab in the middle of the city. I was thinking um, it could be Rotterdam, but that is that that's not even near Amsterdam. Um, Rotterdam's a little bit further away. Um, yeah. I don't think it's much further away. Um, it could be between the two. I'm actually going to check it here on maps and see. Like they have um, for Eurovision or this year they they built a place. Oh seriously? They're not built, but like they fixed it up. It was actually um a hospital for COVID. Okay. After uh, your um, when Eurovision was happening, they removed everything and built it up to like stage. Oh seriously? Yeah. Um, well, there's. There is quite a distance between Amsterdam and Rotterdam. They're quite further apart than I thought. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. There's um, there's the north side of the city, and then there's somewhere down and around the west or the east. Sorry, um, because I know there's concerts. This is the Johan Cruyff Arena. That's that's where Ajax plays. And um, there's somewhere in around where Ajax plays. I can't remember exactly where it's at, but there's a nice wee like in a convention center in there. I think that's where it'll be, but. I do, I do believe it'll be tough to get a ticket. It'll be one of them things you got to be on the on the buzzer when them tickets release. Otherwise, you won't get one. Um, Would so you be I'll buying be just the one ticket, or are you going to buy more than if you have uh, to? I'll probably buy. I'll probably buy a weekend pass or however long it's going to be, and I'll probably go over for a week, hundred percent. Um, and I think I think the honors guys are going to talk about doing that too. Um. I've read. I already know the hotel I want to stay in because I've stayed in it before. It is the they're going to be booked out that week, um, because they are a gamers paradise of a hotel. Um, it's called the Arcade. Uh, it's in the south side of the city. The pipe. The pipe. The 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 I the pipe. Um, and yeah, it's got you name it. They'll have it somewhere in that hotel. Um, I remember playing pong on a freaking Atari out in the lobby. Uh, and then and then getting drunk and playing Overwatch on a PC in the other bit. So it, they've, they've everything. It's a nice hotel and the Amsterdam city. I think Amsterdam will be a groovy city, even though they're trying to cut down in tourism. I think it's a good pick for TwitchCon. Mm-hmm. It's quite central for Europe as a whole. Um, I would love to do San Diego, love to, but the just the onset cost of getting out there would be yeah. astronomical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if it is Amsterdam's, uh, it's probably RAI Amsterdam Convenience Centre, which hosts about 12,900 people. RAI Amsterdam uh, That's Convention what I'm, I'm just looking at it there. Welcomed 75 million visitors in February in 2001. Up to 2 million people visited every year. But like... Let's see what that is. Oh, that's... Bang in the centre. Like... That is bang in the centre. That's actually near where the hotel is too. Oh. Isn't it? Oh, it I'm trying it. to trying to get oh it's not no, it's further south. Um oh, have I gone past I have possibly gone past that drunk. 
<laughs> probably have. Um, can't remember seeing it, but I think that's actually the one I was thinking of. Now you say that because mm. it hosts concerts and things like that there. Um, mm. But it is, it, yeah, slap that, slap that in the middle of the city. Um, I don't have a macro over there too. <laughs> what? Um, so yeah, I think that's, that'll be a hundred percent hit next year, without a doubt. And for anyone wants to follow you on social media and all of that, where can they find you? So Twitch is Fluffy Zombie, and Twitter and Instagram is all Fluffy Zombie with the underscore at the end. Um, and TikTok is just Fluffy Zombie. And I think that's all my socials. Yeah, I think that's I'll it. Find them. I'll find them. Yeah, I'll, I'll pop them over to you so you have them as well. No <laughs> am I on any other ones here? No, I don't think I am. I don't even think I'm Facebook or anything for it. But yeah, that's that's my main ones. I'm mostly on, I'm mostly on Twitter nearly every day. I'm tweeting something, and Instagram's a bit. Um, it's going Instagram, and TikTok. I'm going to start picking up again for sure. Thank you very much for doing interview. No problem. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Stevie, for doing the podcast with me and make sure to follow him on his social medias. Thank you guys so much for listening into this week's Behind the Streams episode. With that, don't forget to follow me on my social media at Chilano on Twitter and Chilano on Twitch, along with my Instagram gaming, which is Chilano Gaming. It'll be below in the link on the link tree. Uh, with that, thanks so much. And make sure to follow Stevie uh, AK Fluffy Zombie on his Twitch career and socials. And with that, I'll see you guys all very soon.